Hey friends, and welcome to the happy hour. My name is Jamie Ivy, and I'm your host every week. And if this is your first week at the happy hour, I just want to say welcome, and I'm so glad you're here. The happy hour podcast is a show where every week I bring a girlfriend on with me, and we just chat about life. It's just as if you were at a happy hour with your girlfriends. You would talk about the most frivolous things, and then you might go serious with them as well. And that's what this show is all about, so I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for joining me. Today is happy hour number 43, and it's my guest, Emily Lex. This is actually part two of our interview because we talked for so long, I had to break up into two interviews. So last week was part one, and this week is part two. And we had such a great time. Emily Lex is the creator and designer and owner of everything of Jones Design Company. Today's conversation with Emily picks up right where we left off last week. On this episode, we talk about things that we'd want to teach our daughters on how to believe in themselves and find their worth in God. We talk about what kind of books we want to write, and we talk about what we wanted to be when we grow up. You're just going to love this show. You're going to love Emily, and you're going to love laughing with her as well. I want to say thanks to Amanda Snow. She left a comment over on my blog, jamieivy.com, and she said this. Speaking of last week's episode, she said, this one was fabulous. Emily truly spoke to my heart, and I was definitely one of those listeners nodding my head as she spoke about her recent discoveries about how she loves and receives love. Light bulb moment. Amanda, so great. Thanks for leaving a comment. Jess also left a comment, and she said, this resonated with my heart so much. As a type A list girl, I needed this. The reminder that I have worth regardless of my accomplishments is just what I needed today. Jamie, thanks so much for spending all this time with Emily. I can't wait to hear the next half. Jess, you're going to love the next half today, and I can't wait for you to hear everything else that we talk about today. Today's show is sponsored by Noonday Collection, and if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm a huge fan of everything that Noonday does. Noonday Collection is a socially responsible business that uses fashion and design to create meaningful opportunity around the world. Jessica Honecker hosted the first Noonday Trunk Show as an adoption fundraiser to bring her son home from Rwanda. I was actually at that first show, and it seems crazy that that was the very first Noonday show. I also hosted Jessica on the Happy Hour, if you want to go back and listen to her. She is Happy Hour number five. Way back in the beginning, Jessica was on the show. Jessica and I have been friends for a while, and I am so happy about all that she has accomplished through Noonday and all that Noonday is doing around the world. Soon after Jessica's first show, Noonday began inviting other women across the U.S. to launch Noonday businesses in their community. Noonday ambassadors are stylists, they're storytellers, and they're social entrepreneurs who earn an income by selling beautiful products handmade by artisans around the world. And I've actually visited some of these artisans in Uganda, and it is a joy to be able to see them earning an income from their family, from us purchasing their products. If you share a passion for changing the world and want to get your community involved in making a difference, you should learn more about becoming a Noonday ambassador. I actually had a chance to spend a weekend with all of the Noonday ambassadors that came to their big conference this last January. And let me tell you that the women that are involved in this company are amazing. They are passionate. They are brilliant. They are using their gifts to change the world. If this sounds like something you might be interested in, head on over to Noonday's website. It's NoondayCollection.com and look for the join button on their homepage to learn more and to sign up to become a Noonday ambassador today. If you can't remember that link, I'll also have it posted over at my website, jamieivy.com, where you can get all the information about this as well. Okay, guys, are we ready for part two of Emily Lex? Such a fun conversation. I cracked up when I was editing this show because like every 20 minutes we'll be like, oh my gosh, we have to go. That was it. We can't talk anymore. And then someone else asked another question. It literally felt like we were two girlfriends at a coffee shop as we just dropped our kids off at school and we just wanted to talk and talk and talk. 
it cracked me up when I was listening back to it. But I want to say thanks to her. I also was thinking she had these questions that her sister Hillary had wanted to know. And if you have questions for me, send me a tweet. Tweet me at at Jamie underscore Ivy. It's J-A-M-I-E underscore I-V-E-Y. That's how you spell my name. Um, And I would love to answer your questions. I think that is so fun. And so I'd love to, at the beginning of every show, answer a question from one of you guys. So send me your questions. I'm open. I'm an open book. I'm also over on Instagram at Jamie Ivy. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that in iTunes. It just helps more people find the show. If you haven't left a rating or review, go ahead and do that as well. It helps more people find the happy hour. And we want more people at the happy hour, don't we? Because it's one big party. Guys, this is so fun. I love so much episode number 43 with Emily Lex. And here we are. (laughs) I'll have you on again because we can talk more. We can talk about other really important things like Justin Bieber. and. <laughs> we can give some prayer points for Justin. And prayer and, points and, 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 Yeah, and Brittany. I, and yeah. I love that. Awesome. <laughs> I think about, I do that sometimes. I probably don't pray for them. I should. But I start to think about like when I'm watching, when I'm, when I'm invested in a show, I start mm-hmm. to think that these are really real people. Yeah, I like, know. Like when I, I like, binge watched Friday Night Lights last <laughs> summer, I really thought that like Tammy Taylor was like a real person. So I've never watched Friday Night Lights, and I know that I will love it because mm-hmm. I'm a football fan mm-hmm. and I'm a Texas fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I need to watch that. You one. do, and I, That's you know, true. everyone had been telling me that for years as well because I'm like you, I love football so much, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get into it. And then last summer I got into it, okay. and I just couldn't stop. So it'll take. No, you I away. need a new show too. So maybe that will yeah, be. Yeah, I know. And then I started watching Nashville, sure. which. I don't even know if it's right. still on TV, but I'm behind and I haven't no. seen it in weeks. But I like when you can just binge watch shows. Me too. Well, not even binge watch. What I really mean is just watch it whenever you want. Right. Like there'll be a well, week when I won't watch any. And then all of a sudden I'll have a day where I'm just like, I guess I'm lazy. And I watch like three. I'm just sure. like, what happened? I know. Yeah. Well, and when you can watch one after the another, after the next, like That's it's fun. such. Yeah. I, know. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to give away a July paperwork, yes, which is so we will. amazing. I'm going to put all the links of where you can get all this stuff from Emily on my website, jamieivy.com. And this is so fun. I know. Thanks. Thanks for coming, Emily Lex. <laughs> I know. Next time, I'll, I'll come visit in Austin. We can go have actual <sighs> chips and queso. So fun. Real quick, because I know <laughs> yeah. that we're done. How did you get on yeah. that trip last year with Jessica? Um, Do you know? Did you know I her before then? Trip. So yeah, I I did a little bit of designing for Noonday. I don't know how. I've just like been a fan of Noonday from or the beginning. Um, t- I've marketing. done a couple of journals and like paper okay, products perfect. for Noonday, and then um, I don't know. I one of my friends is Paige Knudsen, who uh-huh. she sells Noonday. She's friends with Jessica, so I think I was talking to Paige, saying I just feel like I need to get out of the country. I just mm-hmm. need to go do something. She's like, you should talk to Jessica. So I talked to Jessica and said, I want to go on a trip. She's like, okay, well, we're thinking about doing this. Would you be into it? So yeah. I said, yes. And it was kind of a design trip, um, right. designing our bags and stuff. And so I think, um, you know, with the blog and kind of doing design and it was, I joke about it. Like it was a dream team of just the most amazing women. And I would say that I'm talkative and I'm fun and I'm kind of like in my group of friends, I, I'm, I can carry a conversation. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, Jamie, I was the lamest person on that trip. <laughs> They're like the personality. That was, like dream, that was personality overload. It was wonderful. So much personality. Like Jan Haugen, who's the wife of Gary Haugen, who runs International Justice uh-huh. Mission. She's 
the best part. Like, she is the most hilarious storyteller. Oh. Kelly Hampton is the most hilarious. Like, she just came up with conversations. And then, of course, Jen, who can just carry a conversation. Yes. Anytime you try to ask her a question, she just flips it right back around on you. And yeah. so, uh-huh. like, she's so – and Jenny is just – like, the whole the whole trip. I mean, and then we had Meredith, Meredith and it's just a kick. And oh Wynn, who is just – valuable beyond my, like yes. it was these people who I was, I was out of my zone there. <laughs> like, Did you know anyone on the trip before? Um, I had, I had met Paige or yeah, no, I knew Paige and uh-huh. I had met Wynn at Hope Spoken. Okay. And then otherwise I had never met anyone. So that's always we, intimidating for me going somewhere where I don't know anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit. I mean, I was, and we're going to Africa where I'd right. never been before. Oh, yeah. But I was just so excited and I knew it was going to be kind of a, a life eye opening trip for me. And it was, mm-hmm. I, I really, I would say there was, I know we need to be done. I could just no, keep no, no, talking. it's great. But, um, there was a point, oh, I want to tell this story actually. Yeah. I don't really know why <laughs> it's like embarrassing, but there was, hey, I one... just told people I have a tattoo that mom, no, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, this one's like emotionally <laughs> embarrassing, but we were, it was probably halfway through the trip. These girls are all beautiful and wonderful and everyone was very inclusive. So there was no like clicks or anything. Mm-hmm. And there came a point where we got on the bus after we were doing something, we got back on our bus to go drive somewhere. And I was sitting in a seat and no one sat next to me. And I, you know, there were probably other people who also didn't have people sitting next to them. But for some reason, my heart just broke and I felt like a little girl and I started crying because no one was sitting next to me on the bus. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? I'm at that time, I'm 35 years old and no one's sitting next to me on the bus and I'm crying. Like that is a problem. Like were you crying where everyone could tell that you were crying? Um, probably, but you know what, like we were dealing with things like genocide yeah. and mm-hmm. poverty, so I could probably play it off pretty yeah. well. Yeah. But I mean, I'm an, I'm a pretty vulnerable, honest girl. So Jenny actually, I, I don't know even how it happened. Like she sat next to me or something and then Jenny got me. Jenny would be the best at that. I mean, she's oh just gosh. like, I feel like I'm so, I feel so connected to her just mm-hmm. because she took the time to be like, okay, what's going on? Let's yeah. talk about this. And yeah. like three hours later, the poor girl had heard my entire <laughs> life story and every issue that I ever had in life. Aww. And, um, but she was so good. And actually at that point, it was actually, I would say that it was almost her that kind of opened up this thing in me of saying, Emily, you're going along good, but what if there's better? Like you need to start going to counseling (laughs) you need to deal with some of these things. And I didn't, you know, like I came home and life just kept going and I didn't take care of those things. Mm -hmm. So now to be in that spot, it's the exact same spot where life is good and it's fine. But what if it could be better because right. I'm willing to deal with the fact that I cried that someone sat, didn't sit next to me yeah. on the bus? And so this probably all oh. came to a head too, which is what we talked about in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. it really did. It really did. So now I'm going to counseling and now I'm going to deal with some of these like pains from mm-hmm. my childhood that I didn't even realize were there. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, the trip to Rwanda was, I miss it, was it so much. For you. It was life changing for yeah. I want to be back there so bad. I want, like, I still email back and forth with one of my friends that I met there named Solange. And I just, I just want to, I crave being back there so mm-hmm. much. But I also love that it's kind of like still going. There's yeah. still effects that are going. And and the girls are just incredible who mm-hmm. went on that trip. They so. are, all of them. Isn't it crazy yeah. how you feel like, 
oh my gosh, and I shouldn't even say this because we could talk for hours. How you, and we talked about this a little bit, but how you feel like you're just like trucking along with life and yeah. doing your thing, and everything's good. No one's yeah. sick, no one's dying. Um, the, right. Your marriage is you're happy. It's good. Yeah. It's just you know you just moving, and all of a sudden yeah. you can stop and be like, but there's stuff in mm-hmm. here that I'm not dealing with because I'm moving so fast. I mean, we right. just, we talked about this already, but it's just crazy. No, that's exactly it. And I and I I don't know if it's just our phase of life. I don't know if it's the 30s that's mm-hmm. kind of like that where it's just like a striving, a moving, a, like it's where people are. Their kids are a little bit older, and their yeah. work is a little. I don't know, but you're kind of in a groove. I mean, you've got your you're kind of doing yeah, you're doing life. Mm-hmm. You're just doing and being. Yeah. And, and there's so much like you're saying yes to everything. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of waiting. One of the words that, um, that I, like, as I've been reading scripture and praying the last couple, the last week or so, one of the words that have came up has come up is the word meek, which isn't a word that I love because it just feels like really weak and, right. and powerless. Right. And mm-hmm. so just in studying what that word meek means, one of the definitions was, um, a settled assurance mm. and, I feel like that speaks to me. I want to feel settled and I want to just feel assured. I want to have this confidence that doesn't mean that I'm weak and I can't speak up and I, you know, and I can't be Mm -hmm. a doer, Mm -hmm. but I want to be settled inside. And right now, what really what you see underneath, like kind of the outward look of me is that I'm not settled. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I'm excited for God to do in my life and my heart and I love Kind of like settle me down a little bit. Like yeah. stop freaking out, Emily. I've got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't need to take care of yourself. I got you. Which is hard for someone who is wanting to just take care of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. hear you. Oh, so, that's so I know. Good. So it's good. It's good. Thanks for letting me just blah. <laughs> well, I hope you're okay with everybody else being in on this <laughs> conversation. Everyone listening. This is the happy hour. Out there. <laughs> I know, right? Happy. Yeah, I know. So I feel like sometimes on the podcast, whenever we do we go like deep, that we uh-huh. can just feel like it's just you and I, and I'm like, uh, just remember. Okay. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, here's the thing: is that there we're not alone nope. in this. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people who are dealing with this too, and so I kind of feel like if God's going to use part something that He's doing in me yeah. to help stir up something in yeah. someone else, mm-hmm. like, I'm willing to. For I'm willing sure. to do yep. that. So. I hear you. I'm willing to air all my dirty laundry. Well, maybe not all of it, but <laughs> the we want to air for today. Some there's it. more. Yeah, yeah. There's more, yeah. but we'll let Which that great. rest. And I, I, I mean, we talked about this with having community around you. And I have, mm-hmm. I would just say that in the past couple of years, um, especially when I moved to Austin, our community got really um, close and it's transformed a little bit. I mean, it's changed throughout the years. Um, but it still has been having a couple of girls that I can go to and just say, I'm kind of falling apart, you know, right. right. It's so monumental. So yeah, if you're listening and just go gra- find some of those girls that's- and that's hard too. I mean, because it takes the, you yeah. willing to be like, I'm going to just lay it out here and I'm going to trust that you're not going to leave me, you know? Mm-hmm. But don't you think it's true that vulnerability, I don't know, like begets vulnerability. I like, say all the it time, takes someone to do it. Breeds vulnerability. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's a better way to yeah, say it. I but say that all the time. I just yeah. think someone has to take that first step and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You could put yourself out there and just be totally shot down, but yeah. hopefully you've chosen yeah, some friends or your husband or whoever. Too, yeah. And I think too when you start to value see yourself like what you're kind of learning and what I'm learning, what all of us are learning is that my approval is not based on what anyone else thinks of me besides God, you yeah. know? And so whether, whether I tell you something I'm struggling with and it changes your right. opinion of me, 
that because we're human, that's going to hurt for a second, but it can't change the way that we know that we are approved by our father. It just can't because it doesn't. Um, but that's hard. I know. Well, and I want so much from, I want my daughter to get that because I don't want to, I don't want her to be 36 Mm -hmm. dealing with these same things. Yeah. So I feel like part of me healing is understanding what I can do. And and I I mean, for my boys also, but I just think girls kind of go through life a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, wanting to be validated by people Mm -hmm. in different ways. And so I, I want to figure out now in my own life, how can I be a good example of a woman who really finds her value in Christ so that Audrey can grow up and be like that also. And just not have to cry when someone doesn't sit next to her. I know. Or I mean, I did that. I found my value in boys, you know, when I was Mm -hmm. growing up. And so that led to a lot of destruction in my life because I did not, I was, I only found my value in what they thought of me. That's it. What they thought. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had great parents. I mean, it's not like my parents did like anything Mm -hmm. wrong, you know? Right. I just, For some reason, I missed that along the way as well, yeah, and I'm still learning it. So do you have ways that you're teaching story, right? That's your daughter's name? Yeah, yeah. You know, do you have I, ways that you're – or is she too little right now? No, she's not too little. <laughs> she's seven. I mean, you know, okay, I think yeah. that – I think like you, I'm trying to like learn this for myself, you know, yeah, and also yeah. just try to like maybe use language to help my kids. Like even when this happens, it doesn't change who you are. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I still struggle. I mean, you're talking about this. My struggle is I still struggle with, and I have a, a great husband who loves me well, but mm-hmm. when he might be busy or I might feel as though he didn't listen to me well or didn't talk to me well, then all of a sudden I think, well, what, what have I done? Am, right. am I like a bad wife? Um, does, right. does he not love me anymore? And those are all so like silly when it comes mm-hmm. down to it, but I'm putting my approval and value as a, as a woman in him. In him. Mm-hmm. 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 And so at the end of the day, I feel yeah. more valued if Aaron loves me well, right. which he should, you know, but I feel like, right. oh, I feel better as a person. Yeah. And so I think I struggle sometimes when he's out of town because we don't talk a lot on the phone. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us want to. I hate talking on the phone. And so mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing, but I struggle with like, mm-hmm. am I valued when the right. reality is God's right. value doesn't change whether Aaron's in town or not, I know. you know? So well, I'm and then I get... I get a little compulsive because I'm like, wait, you're not loving me. Love me, love me, love me. Yes. You know, and then it gets a little smothering where he's like, like eh, I'm not that into you. <laughs> this is a little That's much. actually not that attractive. Right. I know. <laughs> so I'm reading um, Love and Respect. Have you read that book? No, but I know what it is. Oh, Jamie. It's like marriage life changing. Who wrote it's, it? Um, Emerson yeah. Egrich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we read it a few years ago and it was so good. And so I'm reading it again and just realizing – man, when I don't naturally know how to respect, like I don't know what that looks like because what I want is love. Like I could love you really, really well, but I don't know how to respect. And what Ryan wants is for me to respect him. And then when I respect him, he's like super motivated to love right. me. Yes. So it's just this kind of weird cycle. But when when I start to feel insecure, then I kind of step all over him and he's like, yeah, that doesn't feel respectful. I don't really want to love you. And it's like this negative cycle that yeah. I don't really want to happen in a marriage. So you know what? I think I um, do that too. I need to read this book. Cause I think sometimes you when do I'm need wanting love from Aaron, I mm-hmm. think I'll say something. Oh my gosh. I'm just like this totally off the cuff here. I think I'll say <laughs> something that might kind of ruffle our feathers just because mm-hmm. I want to see how he's going to react and treat me. And then mm-hmm. it turns into a fight. When I right. never wanted a fight, I just wanted him. Right. Or I just like, wanted him to love. I just you. wanted him to love me. Oh yeah, and then he doesn't want to love you because, because I'm not being... not because he doesn't love you like a blanket statement of "I love you, I'm no, married to you," no. but just he doesn't want to do the little actions that 
feel loving to you he doesn't want to because play the game. <laughs> you just really disrespected him yeah. and that does not feel empowering to him. And I just want so, to see how he would react. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. You're just throwing a bomb into yes. your mindset. Yeah. Really. <laughs> okay, I need to read this book. No, you should read it. I, I think there's so, there's just so much good stuff in there. Okay. Just so, to help us women know how to treat our husbands. We just don't know. Yeah. Cause we treat them like we would want to be like we would want to be. Yeah. yeah. And that just doesn't always work. And that doesn't always translate yeah. for them. Uh-huh. You guys in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Um, okay, finish up with this. I know. Besides that, that. <laughs> besides that, are you reading anything else? Yeah. Um, I read a couple books on vacation and then I just started a new one last night. So the ones that I read on vacation, one of them I'm not even going to tell you because it wasn't that great. But then I've read, have you read anything by, um, Leanne Moriarty? Maybe how you say her name. She read What Alice Forgot. Okay. What'd you read? Because I might be reading it. So I read, um... Well, I read The Last Anniversary, which was not one of my favorite ones of okay. hers. But previously, like the, the two books I read before that one were um, Big Little Lies. Loved it. And then The Husband's Secret. Okay. I read Big Little Lies. Is that the one with like the um, – what can I say without giving anything away? I know. It takes place in Australia. Yes, and yes, it's yes. a group of moms yes. that all their kids go to kindergarten Loved together. that book. Love that I'm in that the book. middle of Husband's Secret right now. Oh, are you? Yes, yeah. I'm really liking it. No, I was telling one of my friends on the beach because I just grabbed this last anniversary, uh-huh. which is also by her. Um, and I was telling her, like, the thing about these books is that this author is, it's such a, like, fun, easy read. But at the same time, she touches on a huge issue, like yeah. domestic abuse mm-hmm. or um, yes. affairs yes. or the last anniversary. What was this book even about? I don't even remember. Um but, you know, like big issues mm-hmm. that need to be talked about, but that just get talked about in such an interesting, I don't know. She I, And then uh, 
what was that? What Alice Forgot? Did you read that no, one? No, I haven't read that one. That one just makes you think because she um, she falls and gets amnesia. And when she wakes up, she thinks she's 10 years prior to where she actually is in life. Oh, gosh. And her life right now is not where she thought it would be 10 years ago. And so she's kind of like trying to figure out what happened to her along the way. So it just makes you think like, oh, do I like who I am? Do I like where I'm going? Will I like who I will be in 10 (sighs) 10 years? years, So that one's really interesting to you. So what I say about those ones is that I've been criticized a little bit before when I put my book lists up on the blog because I'm a Christian. Well, I mean, I'm a Christian. I'm I'm real obvious about like I love, love Jesus, but uh-huh. I also read books that are not Christian yeah, fiction because they kind of drive two times crazy. On this <laughs> I know I exactly. It. Oh, Jamie. I know. No, but I mean, so I just feel like I kind of need to warn people. Okay, I do that too. Like, but I, these books, yeah. there there might be some things in there that yeah. are not like God doesn't love True. these things, yeah. but I still feel like there's a lot of value in the, in the books. I, so I'm with you, but I, I there's like my disclosure, but none needed. There's my me, disclosure, but, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I love that one. And then I just got. I always hear you talking about how people send you books. Yeah. I've never had people send me books except for this week. I got two books in oh, the mail. Oh, so fun. If you start talking about them, people will send them to I know. Me. Come on, people. Send me <laughs> books. So I just got a book. It's called The Passion and Perils of the Insatiable Hungry. Oh, wow. And it's by a girl who reads the blog. And her like the cover is super cute. It's this rooster. Uh-huh. And I don't really know what it's all about, about okay. a girl who does baking. I mean, I just started last night. She went to college. Or, um, yeah, it's fiction. Oh. But I really liked it so far. I've only okay. like, I don't know, 20 pages in. So I'll Good. have to see how that one goes. And it's just fun. I I love the way that um, there's just people who can write books oh my gosh, out of nowhere yes. now. You know, mm-hmm. like self-published. And I don't know if she's self-published or what, but how awesome for this girl. I don't know her story, but I love that she wrote a book. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm going to write a book someday. Are you? What are you going to write about? I think I'm going to write kind of a memoir. Stop talking. I can't stop. (laughs) I know. I may split this into two, but this is just too fun. You want to write a memoir? I think I will. Yeah. Yeah. I want to write a book, but mine's going to be a children's book. Oh, see, that takes some work right there. Well, I don't know. It's been, I know that, I know like my book, I know what it's called. I know like the concept. I just, and actually, ironically, the concept is, It'll be called Twirl. Okay. No one steal this idea, you guys. This no. is my idea. <laughs> you, you've copyrighted this. It's yours. I have copyrighted this. So um, the idea of twirling is like a little girl who – have you read the book Captivating by Stacey Eldridge? No, but I know what you're talking about. Wild at Heart is by her husband. Yes, and uh-huh. It's like manhood. Actually, and so- I think I have read it. So Stacey Eldridge wrote a book about – being a woman and what that's like. And just, she had this picture of this little girl standing there twirling while her, and she's just wanting her daddy to give her approval and like, just tell her, Oh, you're so beautiful. And so I have this picture of just this little girl and her arms are outstretched and she's twirling and she's just kind of basking in God's like pride and joy for her. And, and so what I want to write is a children's book. That's definitely Christian in like the undertones, but I don't, I want it to go to kids who aren't Christians. Yes. And so I don't think it would be published as a Christian book. Um, but just about like being a little girl and not looking to the left and the right, but just being who you are, just twirling with your eyes closed and your arms outstretched, just knowing that you are perfectly wonderfully made because of who you are. So, which is so funny now that I really think about it, that I've been like on this kind of writer's of what is my story going to be? I don't know. And it's, I've had this book in my mind for three years 
And I just feel like maybe I can't write it until I've got this figured out in my own heart. But what a good way to talk to your daughter about stuff that we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. So that's, that's the book that I want to write. I might illustrate it, which sounds super intimidating because I'm not an illustrator, but I like to draw. So I was say, yeah. we'll see. But yeah, so that's my book. <sighs> I love it. <laughs> I think I just have to have it. I have to understand what it looks like in my own life yeah. before I can try to go be wise. Or you could journey through it. I mean, a lot of times people, right. I've heard authors say as they write a book, they're like learning as they write it. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. So um, your memoir, what are you, what, what's your story? You know, I have, I've gone back and forth. I think I want to write, and this is just my latest thought. I think I want to write about marriage mm-hmm. and not a, not a how to, not a counseling, not a, I have it together, yep. but just different stories. So kind of like I would write on my blog, just kind of, mm-hmm. I'm a real story, like I'm a story yeah. driven, even when I go and teach places, I'm really story driven. And so, mm-hmm. um, just stories like that, mm-hmm. um, but also tie in some like teaching kind mm-hmm. of on the same level. You know what I mean? I, I kind of like fun. how Shauna Nequist writes. Yeah. Oh, I she's love one of my just favorite. like those little just essays that yes. are like, wow, mm-hmm. that's deep and meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's just like a quick little short. I know. Thing. I know. It, my that friend, takes talent. Yeah. My friend Melanie Shankle. Have you ever read any of her books? I have. Yeah. She's really like funny. It's, she's di- completely different than Shauna, but she also mm-hmm. does those like um, short essay and they're funny, yeah. but also you like, yeah. it's like a feel good time. I don't know. So we'll see. I haven't read her friendship one yet. I oh, need to read good. that. It was my favorite out of all of them. Was it? Mm-hmm. Cause I, yeah, I liked her other ones and I love her blog. So yeah. I yeah. just, she's just cute and yeah. fun. She's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm reading the husband's husband secret. That's what husband's called? secret. Yeah, yep. right now I'm halfway, and I really and love you it. like it. I do like it a lot. I was really confused at the beginning, and it was like I always feel like with those and the other book because it kind of goes mm-hmm. back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got to yep. invest in that first reading. Like you, you can't do. read like three pages and then come back. Like you got to right. invest at the beginning to get it all. You under. can't. Yeah. Oh, I remember what the last anniversary is about now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I read this last week, and I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm like that as well. Okay, I'm now like I've got it. Yes. I've got it. So I'm but in the middle I, of that. I love books that take like eight characters and you get to know them really well and then their lives intersect. I love those kind of – I just – I don't know what it takes to be a novelist like that. Oh, my I, gosh. I just, I don't I'm either. amazed. I love it. It's crazy. There was a so, book I read. I'm going to find it here. I use Goodreads. Do you use Goodreads? I don't. I don't. I only use it because I'm like you, like, I'll forget what I just read. Or someone will be like, hey, what's a good book to read? Like, oh, I don't know. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. read The Kitchen House a couple years oh, ago. Oh, my gosh. I loved that book. I know. Wasn't that good? I loved that book. I cried so hard in that book. So and good. And I love yeah. That's not the one I was going to tell you about. There's one more. Oh. Hold on. I'm going to find it. The Kitchen <laughs> okay. House was really, really good. I really yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. I would oh. probably put that on, like, my top five best books I've ever read. Oh, so good. I the know. The Red Tent. Did you read The Red Tent? No. It's, it's like, it takes a story of, I don't know, um, uh, come on, Dina is her name. She's the daughter of Jacob, maybe, okay. in the Bible. Uh-huh. And so it's written by an author who's, I, I'm sure she's not a believer. And it just kind of takes that one character in the Bible that there's only like two lines about her, and then it makes a whole story about her. That's and I loved it because I felt like it just opened up oh, this is what those days looked mm-hmm. like. It's like historical fiction, kind of. Totally, yeah. 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 yeah, no, that one was good. I read that one a long time ago. And I felt like when I closed that book, I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss Dina. <laughs> okay, that's what I felt about this book, I'm going to tell you. It's called Cutting oh, okay. for Stone. 
Oh, I've heard of this one, but I haven't read it. Kind of I literally, it takes characters literally from birth to death. I mean, it's amazing oh. how the author did it. But I literally, I felt this way with Kitchen House too. I closed the book and I was like, I'm going to miss them. I'm like, miss them. I like yeah. these people. Yeah. yeah. That is a, that's And both of those would be book. good summer reads too. Cause I love like in-depth characters and mm-hmm. go through their life. Yeah. Okay. So wonderful. For stone. I'll put that on my. Yeah. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Books are good. I go through, I'm a sporadic reader, so I'll forget how much I love reading and then I'll pick up a book and go, oh yeah, I need another book. I'm good. I love reading so much and th- I read a lot more in the summer because yeah. like, my kids will be playing and I'll gra- bring a book. Yeah. And what I don't read very well are books like Love and Respect. Where it's I don't like either. I know. Book. Oh, I know. I don't I've even know if I've read solid books. Yeah. <laughs> I've read more like Christian living books in the past yeah. year because I tried, if I have a guest on, I try to read their book first. Yeah. And so I've, and they're actually really good. I'm like, this is great. I, <laughs> I should well, and really read more of these. Christian living. Is that what they're called? I always I would, call them self-help because I'm not really sure what to call them. Christian, living. Christian I like living. that. I don't know. I think I yeah. might have just made that up, but it works, right? No, I like that. It's a better, but yeah. I feel like I love the idea so much. Like, I don't, you know, there's so many good books like that, but I just can never get to the end of them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And sometimes I still count it as a read if I don't finish it. If it's like a Christian yes. living book, I just yeah. read what I can. Yeah. Okay. A book and, you need to read though about writing is called Bird by Bird. I have heard of this one too, and I haven't read it. Read it. You need to okay. get it. It's all about writing, um, and it will really you'll really close it and be like, I'm going to start telling the story right now. Okay. Okay. It's so you don't good. have to have it figured out before you just start. No, she just you know she, it's just encouraging, and and there's a line in there she talks about like even if just your kids read it, like just it just matters to tell the story mm-hmm. that you want to tell. Yeah. Do you think everyone should write a book? I don't know where that question came from. I don't know. (laughs) I think that like a part of me wanting to tell some of my story is like, I want my kids Mm -hmm. to learn from it in like a, a, in a good way, not in like a, well, here's what I did wrong children. But, and also I feel like it's good to like, kind of like mark down what God's done. You know, for Mm -hmm. me, I'm like, I want it also to be about like how God's moved in my life. um, Right through marriage, you know, I'm still learning. I just told you, I find so much approval of Aaron. I'm still learning yeah. not to yeah. do that. And that's so hard for me. Yeah. Um, but I want to journey through that and I want other people mm-hmm. to see what God's done in, in myself as a woman through that, you know? So I don't right. I think it's good to write stuff down for sure, but I'm yeah. not a journaler. Are you a journaler? Um, I used to be, but I'm not. And I think blogging's probably taken the place of yeah. that a little uh-huh. bit just because I'm spending my time writing. Yeah. So when I just was thinking like that could be kind of an interesting question. Like if you were to write a book, what would it be about? Because I think probably everyone, not that everyone needs to write a book, but But everyone probably has something that they would say. What would your, what would the thing that you say be? Yeah. That's a good question for everyone. That's kind of. I don't know. That might be my new on my repertoire. I feel like you had a question that you were starting to ask everyone. What was your question? I don't know what you're reading. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's kind of lame, but I do ask that. Or maybe there was someone else. Like when you go to a dinner party, oh, yeah. you always mm-hmm. ask a question. It must have been from a We podcast. do that at Supper Club. Maybe, maybe we talked about that. We would always like, and whoever hosts the Supper Club, we haven't That's done this in forever because we just know each other so well now, but we'd ask, <laughs> these, we'd ask a question and then everyone had to answer it. And you yeah. really get to know people well. That. I know. I love those questions. Questions. I love asking. What did What did you want to be when you were little? What did you want to be when you grew up? What did you want to be? Um, I wanted to be an artist. Okay. And a teacher. Uh huh. And I mean, I had a lot of things. And I wanted to be a window dresser, which is what I called like the people at Nordstrom who Uh made the mannequins. Stylist, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also wanted to be a like a morning talk show host. (gasps) Me too. (laughs) 
I want to be in real life now. I want to be like Kelly Ripa. I know. Like, I wouldn't want to be a serious talk show host where you have to like, oh no, you know, be on a news program or something. No, no, no. no. But like Kathy Lee Gifford back in the day when she was Regis and Kathy, loved her. Kelly Ripa, love her. Meredith, Meredith, yes. I used to watch The View just because I loved the the first ten minutes. I loved the first ten minutes. Yeah, like banter. I know. That's That's why I I love a happy hour. Can, do, you, do you think we could just like start a show? Can I mean, I'll like, send this in to people, and Emily, you just never know what I'll might be happen. On it. <laughs> I'll join the the view like the t- the first ten minutes. Like right, we don't that's necessarily. What I want. <laughs> that's all I want to talk about. Yeah, but that's what the happy hour is kind of about. What the happy it's hour like, is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's so that's fun. a good idea. I wanted to be a teacher as well, and yeah. I did teach before we had kids. And I also oh. wanted to be I wanted to be like a news anchor. Because I thought uh-huh. they had the best job ever. Someone did their hair and makeup and they just I was sat just there say, and someone read. does their hair. Yes. <laughs> and they just read a script. I'm like, this uh-huh. is the easiest life ever. Yeah. But, but I you think really don't get that be until you become like Barbara Walters or something, right. you know. I know. Yeah. And interviewing guests, like that would be kind of interesting maybe. I would love to that. Ask questions. Yeah. And- I know. I saw a girl on the news the other day who was so pregnant, and I was like, oh, darling, like, you're still so beautiful, but I bet you hate looking at yourself on this show. Oh, yes. Because she's big. Yeah. I know. I know. And no one at that that point just, like, feels cute anymore. Mm -mm. So. Even she the was still so... <laughs> maternity clothes they have these days. You still feel gross. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Oh. Okay, okay, I may add that to my questions. I know. What did you want to be when you were younger? What did you want to be? Well, and I think that there's probably a little bit of like if you really search like in your adult person, mm-hmm. probably what you wanted to be as a little kid, there there probably is some truth to that. Yeah. Like, you know, and in yeah. what ways uh-huh. are you doing that? Or what ways right. have you lost part of that? And why did you lose that? Yeah. And so I don't know. And I feel like I am an artist right now, even though it's kind of you weird are. to call myself an artist, but I'm an artist and I'm a teacher. You teach us. I'm a stylist, which See? is kind of funny. And I'm not so much a talk show host, but maybe we'll get a Never, show. Maybe we'll get a show after this. <laughs> I'll figure out some way to. People will be calling, Emily. Just oh, wait. Yes. Oh, yes. Because we cover all the topics. Stay by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Except we'll have to work very minimal hours in the summer. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, let's be honest. And like the whole location might be. And we should live in different <laughs> but states. we're willing to move. Like I can move to Austin. I'm good. <laughs> there are a lot of fire stations here. I think you're having there, to find a job. You know, Yes. And you really could my, move anywhere. We could. I mean, you yeah. do all your work online and there's yeah. fireplaces everywhere. Everywhere. I know. And yeah, we could move. We've talked about moving. We just don't really know where to go. So yeah. we'll we'll pray for God to open up something. Well, when the talk show comes in, your husband will not Maybe a talk no to talk show. That. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that will move us. You can't turn that down. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. It. Okay. All right. We really should go. I know, but you know, it's so fun. It's fun. It's fun. Where are your? Oh, your kids are at school. Kids are at school. Audrey's home, but Ryan took her to Starbucks, so they're having a little date. And well, Maria is actually here now, cleaning. She just showed up. Love so. Maria. Well, any minute Jumanji's going to be over in the living room, and my kids are going to be like, you know, oh, yeah, needing to true. go. Yeah, Jumanji. I forgot about that yeah. movie. I bet my kids would like that one. It, the first time they watched it, my little it's Amos gets a little. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. it's a little scary. Yeah. But this is like maybe the fifth time they've seen it and okay. they can handle it now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Except for score. <laughs> the scary parts of movies, like my kids aren't watching like Walking Dead or anything, but like, you know, like the scary, like Jumanji. Story uh-huh. runs and hides behind the couch. It's the cutest Aww. thing ever. Like I hope she never stops doing it. It's kind of That's funny, but it's kind of cute. cute. 
We just went to the movie the other night, just as a family. We went to the theater, which I don't know the last time that all six of us have been to the movie theater it together. it cost you a fortune. Because why. it yes. was like, well, yeah, it was like $50 yes. to get to the movie and then another $50 for candy. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. But it was fun. And we saw um, that new movie, Tomorrowland. Oh, we want to see that with the kids. Yeah, is no, it good? No, no, I wouldn't even go. Oh, it was It bad. wasn't that good. It wasn't bad. It just was like, actually. Let down. My third son, so he's seven, Mason, he came and crawled up on my lap because he was a little afraid. It was sweet. Okay. But, um, I don't know. Like, it could be good, and it's not terrible, mm-hmm. but I just felt like I left a little confused. Like, I'm not really sure what they were trying to tell me. Gotcha. <laughs> and and if, then you know your kids understood it. If I'm you didn't. confused, then <laughs> right. maybe. Yeah. They did a good job because for the boys especially who, like, they're into, you know, there was like some robots and there was some yes. killing, but it's not gory killing. It's like robot killing. So, I mean, it's, it was entertaining for sure, but I just feel like maybe it was weird. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have spent a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> we almost went on our way back. We almost stopped in yeah. Um, yeah. the town and went to IMAX, but we didn't. No, don't do it. Did you see Cinderella? No, but Story did. Aaron oh. took her to see it. I, I thought it was really good. My Brady, my second one, who's nine, he, we finished that movie and he's like, that is my favorite movie I've ever seen, Precious. which was amazing because it, it's Cinderella. Like yeah. I thought only the girls would like it. He loved it. I loved that movie too. It was beautiful. So when I've that comes out, I've heard that from cool. like my yeah. grown women yeah. friends that they're like, it's yeah. so wonderful. I know. So your boys might even love it too. We'll have to do a family night. I'm sure it'll Yeah, it, it should be out pretty soon. Yeah. I don't, there was criticism that there was so much cleavage on Cinderella, was but there? I was like, I don't know. She was hot. So. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Cinderella. I, I would love. show it too. <laughs> hello. No. I know. I hate when I hear those like criticisms. Like, really? But the story was so good and the message was have courage and be kind. Like, uh, that's so good. So I heard it was I, great. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. someone will criticize my show today because, because of my unchristian things. Words. <laughs> I but I love Jesus. There's this T-shirt out there that says "I love Jesus" and I cuss a little, and <laughs> yeah. I just crack up laughing every time I see it. I'm like, I would never wear that, but I think it's so funny. But it is funny. Do you know um, Jamie Nato? Do you know who that is? Yeah. Oh, do you, have you had her on your show? No. Oh, you need to. I need to. Okay, I love. But she's one of those who, who would probably. On. She would probably wear that shirt that says I love Jesus and cuss a little okay, because that's... she's just she's the she's the best. I just think she's amazing. Have you, you heard her, her story? Personally? I do know her personally. I was like, yeah. You can do a little uh, cuz it's easier sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I'll do. Yeah. After this I'll give you her number or her email or whatever. No, she's she's amazing and she has such an amazing story and I love the way that she and her husband just have let God use them and she's hilarious and you would love her. She okay. just yeah. I love yeah. it. I love when people tell me, like, you should have this person on. <laughs> well, it just, like, expands your – like, you have a lot of friends. Yeah, but, but I mean, hello. expanding uh, into yeah. more people. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah. I'm so glad I started a podcast when I, like, have all these famous friends. They're just the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the no-names. No, oh, like. the no-names are awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're great. We're – no-names oh. for the win. But we're awesome. No-names oh. for – yeah. Okay. All right. This has been a blast. Are you going to break this up into two? Or are we just I might. I think I will. I have never done that yet, but maybe I will. Or just make people listen for a really long time to us talk. <laughs> this, is a road, just, this is a road trip listen. This is a road trip listen, yeah. which is really good. I listen I listen to you in the car a lot, and the kids roll their eyes, but I'm like, put your headphones on. Hilarious. Watch a movie. I listen <laughs> to podcasts a lot in the car because mm-hmm. you're just driving. And I mean, With I the kids? listen to the radio. Not with the kids, but now that all my kids are in school, I'm actually yeah. in the car without kids. 
yeah during the day and stuff to a little bit i also stick my headphones in sometimes when i need to just zone out when i'm making dinner oh yeah i know a lot of people that do that as well and That's do you have apple tv no we don't okay but if you do have apple tv there's podcasts on there Oh, so you could like, so you could do it from there. Yeah. You could turn it on while you're doing whatever. Oh, yeah. Folding laundry. Okay. I really wanted you to ask me the three things that I'm into because okay. I've been preparing. What Jake. three things are you into? <laughs> um, okay. My three things that Your I'm favorite into. Three things. Yeah. That's, that's my question too. How did I forget this? Emily, I'm, my own show. Probably because I'm talking your ear off. Whatever. Okay. What are the three <laughs> things that you love that you want to tell us about? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the three things that I'm into, now I have to think about what they are. Okay. The first one are workouts by Tracy Anderson, the Tracy Anderson method. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. So I'm not a worker outer, but I need, I should be. And I, so before we went to Maui, I'm like, okay, I got to up my game. And we we did this, we were playing cards one night and did a challenge that if you lost, you had to do 10 push-ups. And I couldn't even do one. On your knees? No, oh, on regular. your feet. Oh, yeah. I can't I do mean, a regular push-up. I could do them on my knees. I'm still pretty wussy. But I'm like, okay, I can't even do one single push-up. So before we get to Maui on May 15th or whatever day we left, I'm going to get to do 10 push-ups. Okay. So for about two months, I worked out using Tracy Anderson method and I just bought the DVD on, on Amazon. So yeah. I watched it from my um, iPad. Uh-huh. And by the night before I could dun, do 10, ten push-ups. I could do them. Way to go. I actually have any, I only, I never did push-ups. Like she doesn't do push-ups in her workout. You just got stronger. So about halfway through, I'm like, okay, let's see where I'm at. Let's see if I can do any push-ups. Yeah. And so I did, and I could get five. So I'm like, okay, I'm making okay. progress. Uh -huh. And I didn't do any push-ups. And then finally the night before we left, I'm like, okay, this is it. Let's see if I can do it. And I could do, I could do 10. Way so to go. Like, so what is her work? No. What makes it so special? Um, or you just love it? <laughs> Well, she uses weights for the arm part. Uh -huh. So the one that I do is the precision toning and it's 15 minute blocks of like ab toning, arm toning, butt and okay. thighs or something okay. like that. And I probably should be working a little bit more on the butt and thigh zone, but I was like going for the push -ups. You gotta do some push ups, yeah. So now I need to switch. I need to like get back into butt and thighs. But um, it's just like these weird moves that she tries to get the little muscles rather than just oh, the big yeah. muscles. So I don't necessarily wanna be bulky and no, muscly. I just don't want to be like flabby. flabby. So that's what her workouts are yeah. great for. And they're a little bit more like she was a dancer. So they're a little bit more like faster paced, but they're not really cardio dancey ones, at okay. least the ones that I do. Yeah. Um, but you use weights like two pound weights and they make, and you feel like the biggest wuss. Cause you're like, my arms can't even lift up and I'm holding two pound right. weights, but it's great. So that's one thing I'm into. Um, and you bought those online. Bought it online. Okay. Yeah, it was like $10 maybe, and I just watch it on my computer well, in my know, office. Or I'm like you. I'm going to the beach in like a month and a half. Now's yeah. the time I start to think about working oh, out. No, I know. You go. One month. Yeah. No, but – and, and really, I wish – that I was com committed enough to do it like four solid days a week, but I just don't. I like, got if, it. Yeah. And I, like if you – if I were to work out four days a week I, and I could – if I could do it two days a week and to get 10 push-ups in a month, Perfect. what would I actually do if I worked out four times? Oh my gosh, the, it'd be I could look good in a bikini. <laughs> endless, what would happen? But no, whatever. Okay. Um, okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is uh, the, new, the new album by Zach Brown Band. Oh my gosh. It's, have you, do you have, do you, are you a Zach Brown fan? I am. And I don't have the whole album, but I only have one yeah. song that I love. What so, song do you have? The one about like, um, I have my people small town home or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so there's one called Castaway, which is all about like pour me another another drink, uh-huh, another which, an, a, a double rum. Is it country know? music all about pouring me another drink? But right. go ahead. Yeah. My kids are like, this is my favorite song. I'm like, well, <laughs> hopefully you don't know exactly what they're talking about, but it's right. so catchy. It's called Castaway. And then there's another song that's like under the mango tree, maybe uh-huh. that really sounds like it's from like the 40s, and it's. So his new album is called Jekyll and Hyde and his music is all over the place on this album. But it's, it's like one song kind of sounds like, I don't know, Nirvana. And then one song is like Tony Bennett. I don't, it's weird, but it's so good. It's really good and catchy and summery. And so I'm into that. Um, And then let's see my third thing. Oh, my third thing, which you might not you might not identify with this, but because your husband's a cooker, uh-huh. but we struggle with mealtime in our house. And so we've done for the last couple of months, maybe we started in January, um, HelloFresh, which is kind of like, I don't know if you've heard of Blue Apron or these yes, m- I have. meal delivery things. So we get three meals delivered to us a week and they just give you the ingredients and then the recipe. And so each night. And I only, I probably only cook dinner three nights a week. Anyway, we eat out or we're with friends or something. The other nights, It has changed my life. Absolutely. Like has changed the way that. Okay. So once a week a box shows up or or these once a week. Nope. Once a week, a box shows up. It has the protein and the vegetables and the canned goods and everything. The only thing I really need is olive oil to cook any uh-huh. of the rest. Yeah. And then, and so our family of six, they don't deliver for that many people. So we just do the, the meal plan for four people uh-huh. and it always ends up being enough food for us. So, so you get a my, chicken breast. I get, yeah, like four chicken breasts. And that, like last night we had chicken tacos. So it had this mango salsa. So they give you mangoes and cilantro and onion and you make mango salsa and the tortillas and the chicken with the adobo sauce. Right. And then like this sour cream, lime, crema thing. So you just, so I still get to, like, I don't mind cooking. Yeah. So I still get to cook, but I don't have to think about what I'm making and I don't have to buy any of the groceries. Oh, and that's it, the I, worst is figuring it out. Worse. Yeah. And when I'm like working and I'm thinking about projects that I'm doing and I'm doing fun stuff for Jones Design or I'm being a mom or volunteering or whatever, the last thing I'm thinking about is what am I making for dinner? And so then four o'clock is like hell in our household. The worst. Of, I don't know. I guess I'll make quesadillas again. Right, I know. <laughs> or when Ryan's gone at work because he works for 24 hours. Uh-huh. So I'm home by myself and I'm like, I'm not going to make a full, yeah. I'm not going to go to the grocery store and like buy a full dinner for my kids. But now that the boys are getting older, they're hungry. They need to eat something other really, than I know. a full cereal. <laughs> yes. So, so I do this, the same thing. When Aaron's out of town, I hate cooking. Oh. And so when the kids were little, I mean, I'd open a can of peas and some carrots and some lunch meat and call it a day. They're good. But now these kids want food. Well, and they're boys. Yes. Like, they're growing boys. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to look into that. I, when Aaron's but out of Aaron town. Aaron cooks for you. Aaron cooks every meal when he's home. Like, that's, that's amazing. Ryan's dad does that too. Yeah. Like, he loves it, you know? So it's not, it's not yeah. like, I'm like, oh, you have to cook. He loves it. But when he's gone, I really depend on the crock pot. Mm-hmm. Because I yeah. can throw stuff in. But you have to think about that ahead of time. And I'm just not thinking that's dinner. That's true. At morning. I you know. know. You but this get- is what I did too the other day. I, I did find this on Pinterest and I did this a couple weeks ago and it actually, oh, I did it when we went out of town. I wanted mm-hmm. to leave the babysitter with some meals, which one of my friends was like, that's dumb. You're paying her. She can cook for your kids. And I'm like, I know, but there's <laughs> oh, a lot of kids crazy. here and it's just, I want to make her life easy. So I put yeah. all of these crock pot meals together 
Like uh-huh. I, obviously, I found these online. I didn't come up with this. Right. And you put them in freezer bags, freeze them, uh-huh. and then you just put them out the night before in the fridge, and then in the morning, put them in. Dump yeah. it all in there. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think if I were really committed, I'm sure I could come. And I've tried every meal plan option out there. Like, oh, yeah. hey, plan it out for a month. Do right. the exact same meals every day of the <laughs> yes. week. I've tried. And I sell a product that helps you organize <laughs> your meals. Like, it's ridiculous that I can't quite get this figured out. I, I hear you, though. But so then Ryan was like, in January, I think he's like, okay, Emily, I'm going to take this over. I'm going to do the food because this is just like, I'm going to take it off your plate. Yeah. And I think he cooked dinner for about a week before he's like, actually, I, I just signed up for HelloFresh. <laughs> so, hey, he still solved the problem. You know, the, totally the problem, the problem is solved. It's not necessarily cheap, but I feel like it saves us money over the long run because I'm not buying groceries every day at the grocery store right. and then buying extra stuff. Yes. And we're not eating out as much. And yeah. I'm still able to feed the kids like healthy, healthy food. Stuff. And so, you do pay for your great. time. I mean, time is money. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's worth it. It's changed my life. That's one of my three things. I love sure. it. <laughs> for sure. I want to try all of your three things okay. right now. Good. Good. I might need to go buy the, the whole Zach Brown al- band album. Because you should. Because that one song that I love so much. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like it, them. I'm a country It's really good. Yeah. He's good. And it just feels like fun and summery. And it's I love it. summery, his- yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. summer. It's boat music. We listen to it, it on the boat. boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. So you guys, do they wake, do the kids wakeboard or what do they do? Um, you they know, just they just swim and tube. Okay. And then we had some jet skis that they would ride on with Aaron. I hate jet skis. Like they make okay. me nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like them. So I never got on one. Okay. Um, and my kids after this trip, I heard my daughter, I heard story tell someone yesterday that I don't know how to swim. Because I never got in the water the whole week. <laughs> You're that kind of mom. I'm that kind of mom. I just sat at the Do end. Do you like to swim? Yes, but the yeah. water was cold. Are you kidding? It's yeah. Tennessee. It's not even the end of May yet. It was freezing. Yeah. And you um, had a good book. Well, I did ski, so I did get in the water. Okay. You know, but I didn't get in and play. Yeah. I'm not the best, like, get in and play mom. And play. I love to watch my kids play and have fun yeah. together. And Aaron takes yeah. that role over amazing really well Um, well yeah you present opportunities for them to play for sure you're not right I love my mom was always a swimmer with it and I always really love that about her that she was the kind of she's the mom that gets her hair wet yeah and I like I like that she stills like that as a grandma she's so good Mm -hmm. and so I want to be a mom that gets my hair wet yeah like I want to play with them but sometimes my hair takes a long time to dry (laughs) (laughs) there are some times when I do not want to get my hair wet yeah I thought about that the other day when I talked to Melanie Dale she was on the show a couple weeks ago and she talked about how she'll get in and play with she's Mm -hmm. super funny Mm -hmm. she'll get in and play for a little bit and then she'll read and I'm and I remember when we were talking I made a mental note of every time I take my kids to the pool, I want to play first and then yeah. read because for some yeah. reason I'm always, and this is really bad, but I always like, they have four, there's four of them. They play right. really well together. Why that's do they need me? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. but, but I don't did they make, love it when you play with them? Yes. And that's why I made that mental note during that show that I said, I'm going to play more this summer. And so yeah. we're going hiking today. Look at me. Good. I know you better get off the phone. Cause <laughs> You need to go hike. Is it too hot to hike? Or not yet. It- I mean, it's getting hot, but it's not too hot yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Good no. for you. Although my kids will be like, it's so hot. I'm like, Are you- first of all, two of you from Haiti. This is not hot. <laughs> Haiti's hot. Second of all, it's like June. Wait till August. And then you can oh, tell me it's too hot. And then I know. Yeah. I know. So we talk about moving to Texas and then we're like, but maybe so not hot. in August. Maybe not. You could just like be like here. winter people that come down here. <laughs> I know. Doesn't and get- do our talk show. What is hot for you? Mm, well, like. This weekend, it's supposed to be 85, and that's 
Well, maybe that doesn't sound very hot to you, actually. <laughs> that <laughs> 85 really is hot. hot. 85 is hot. That's like, oh my gosh, we better get the boat out. We better get in the water. That's going to be hot. Right. We don't have air conditioning. So that's so crazy. You know, our house gets pretty hot when it's 86. Yeah. But it's I beautiful. I mean, really, have, Seattle, you, right? have you been to Seattle? Yeah, oh, we're no. south, like an hour south of Seattle. Aaron has been and he wants to take me. And we've, yeah. I've, I've actually never been anywhere in the Northwest. Okay. Well, come visit. You can I come know. hang out with us. So we, we love it here. The summers are beautiful. Like there's water everywhere and it's green everywhere. And it's uh, like 75 or 80 is like a good summer temperature. But when it's like 68, people have got their shorts and tank top on because it's, right. it's summertime. Yes. Um, but then we do not like living here in the winter. Although this winter has been gorgeous, but when it's just gray, yeah, ugh, it's, it, weighs on you but this summer or this spring has been beautiful this winter was terrible terrible for ski season but really nice because it hardly rained but oh that's what i hear you gotta yeah. get through that yeah oh yeah. yeah i know but the summer is beautiful so if you're gonna visit get away from hot august texas and come up here where it's 86 and Maybe we're all that's sweating where I'll tell, aaron, tell aaron to take me on our next little weekend adventure yeah yeah it'll be fun and I we know. always it's use fun. airbnb have y'all do y'all ever use no. them when you travel no, that's what you use. No. Yeah, we even went to Mexico last summer and used Airbnb. That. Mm-hmm. Is that what you do for St. John's? You know, I don't I don't think that we did. But, okay. Or maybe we did. I don't remember. So do you get houses or what yeah, do you get? Yeah, we usually do houses. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Just because then that's we, a good idea. And we cook. I mean, because, I mean, I would yeah. never choose to cook on vacation, but Aaron really loves right. that. Okay. So, so he likes to. I know. I know. I like, we stayed in a resort in Maui and I'm, I'm all about a resort. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. I want someone else to make my bed. And I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I want to eat out for every meal. Yeah. But then and, there's my husband who we'd been to all inclusives before uh-huh. and we end up going other places to eat because he's like, this is crappy. I know. That's how he is. We did yeah. an all inclusive in Mexico for our honeymoon and we were, we actually left early from our honeymoon because we're like, this food is terrible. We can't yeah. go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. There was a hurricane coming. We could blame it on that. Okay. Say, yeah. You had to get out. So that, but, but really we were like all inclusive was not, it's not, not our thing either. And like they, they get you with like, well, you can have as many drinks as you want. Right. But they're crappy. And so. But they're like slushy. Exactly. And so then you just have, you've, you've consumed 7,000 calories. So much sugar. <laughs> to have one margarita. To have so, one. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Last time we were at All Inclusive, I look up and Aaron's like behind the bar making his own <laughs> drink. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a better way to do it though, because at least then you only need to have like two drinks. Instead yeah. Of I mean, eight. yeah, exactly. Yep. So you're good. Oh, gracious. That's funny. Uh, we All go right. to, where'd you go? In, look, we keep talking. I know. Keep going. That's where'd fine. you go in Mexico? Uh, like we went to, gosh, it was a long time ago. Um, we went to, uh, Cabo San Lucas maybe okay. or uh-huh. Los Cabos is where we went, okay. which is not Cabo San Lucas. It's it, one's yeah. on the other side of the ocean, right? I don't, yeah. One's I on don't. like the, dude, oh, I wonder if you went on the West side of Mexico. Yes, we did. Okay, we go I, on no, the, I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> we go on the Gulf side. Which, and have you heard of Tulum? Is that uh, That's where say? I was going to say. That's where we go. I, you do? Because uh. I, this place has popped up in a million different places in my mind. And we're a little leery of Mexico for some reason. Oh, Tulum but, is like our, it's our, Jessica and Joe go there too. 
They do? I mean, oh, maybe I saw it from her, yeah. but I just keep seeing it from all these other people and it just looks so dreamy. We've been and it's there. not very far away from us. We've been well, there. Well, it's definitely not far from No, it's not far from us at all. I mean, we just straight flight from Austin to Cancun and then you drive, I think maybe it's an hour and a half south and there it uh-huh. is. And it's just, I describe it as this quaint little hippie, like it's very European feeling. Yeah. So that's what's weird too. I mean, yeah. it's just, oh, it's so beautiful and I wonderful know. Well, and maybe- it's little- Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, it's do you a great need a passport place. to do that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I have a passport, but well, because some of like our group of friends that we went to Maui with, a couple of the wives especially are like, I am not going out of the country. I have too many little kids. I'm oh. not. I'm not going to risk that. And I don't know that I really. I mean, obviously, I went what to are Africa they last summer. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe that they can't communicate with their kids oh. very well, or you couldn't get home really yeah. well, or you're afraid of like drug lords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. It doesn't. I'm not really that afraid, but we're not that afraid either. And Tulum, I mean, people are like, Mexico is crazy people, but we're, I mean, it's touristy where we are and it feels completely safe. I don't know. Maybe we're just kind of leery. I'm going to put that on my list. Can you go in like the fall or the winters? Yeah, we've been, we've been in October, we've been in February and we've been in the summer. And And you like all the times? Yes, all the times. I love going to Mexico in the fall and winter because you get uh-huh. this like warmth when it's kind of maybe dreary and here. Cold. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I said that when we got back from Maui, I was I felt cold and I was like, I haven't felt cold for the last week and I loved it. Great. <laughs> like I'm chilled now being uh. cold. You should go to Maui, like when y'all have the gray winters. I know, I know, but it's a little bit rainy season in Maui. Oh yeah, and I do not want to fly to Maui and spend a million dollars on a rainy vacation. <laughs> We've been to Mexico during hurricane season twice, uh-huh. and one uh-huh. of the times, like you guys, it was beautiful, but our flight was leaving and like a hurricane was coming. And oh, so, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you do have kids and you're like, hey, yeah. You so we've risk kind that. of um, risked it like twice with hurricane season and yeah. been lucky, but. What I really want to do is be in Maui, which is kind of during the spring when the whales are migrating, because I have a thing, like I cry when I see sea creatures, (laughs) like dolphins and whales or like SeaWorld is a tear fest for me. Okay. Well, I have to ask you, have you seen the documentary? Oh, no. Oh, what documentary? Hold Should on, I, I gotta, see it? I gotta, well, you love whales, huh? I love whales. I love dolphins. And so I want to watch that. I want to see them out in the ocean migrating and doing their thing in front of the Maui beaches. Okay. Oh, here it is. Blackfish. Blackfish. Okay. Write okay. this down. You can probably watch it on Netflix. Okay. These people just went after SeaWorld for their treatment of oh, whales. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I – did you watch it? I did. And did you like it? I did like it a lot. I mean, it's their side, and you know, so – Right, you, with any of those. Yeah, with any of those, <laughs> there's another side. Um, but literally, you watch it, and you're like, I will never go to SeaWorld again. I mean, you're just, oh, like, ready to But boycott. I want to go to SeaWorld because I want to watch the whales. I know. <laughs> you should watch Blackfish. Okay. Okay, I'll watch that. And no, there's two sides to every story, obviously. But it's inter- yeah. it's interesting, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I live up here where there's like the San Juan Islands is where orca whales live, but I, but we don't go up there. And so maybe that's what I need to do too. So it's how just often like, would you, I mean, this is a dumb question, but yeah. are they just there? I think so. Cause they, they go from like Alaska in the winter uh-huh. or in the summer, maybe they're in their summer. And then they go to the warm waters of like, you know, the on Hawaii and just all along the Pacific. And then they go back up. So they migrate every year back and forth kind of right outside my windows, but I've just never yeah. done, I've never, never seen them. Isn't that crazy how God created like the world and the fish that they know 
Right. When to, to go to yes. warm waters and when to do their mating and when to, yes. and I don't know. know where to go. Here's a gross story, but why not just make this right. longer than it needs to be? So my aunt and uncle, they inherited her parents' humongous sailboat. So they take it out every year uh-huh. and go up to the San Juan Islands. And they were out there and they saw these orca whales. And they're watching the whales kind of out the out the side of their boat. And then something big and red just bubbled up from the bottom of the water and popped up and then was floating like a buoy. Was <laughs> they, it a baby? They looked at it. It was a placenta. <gasps> A whale had just given birth. They had given birth and it was a placenta. And then, so they told us about this. We were on vacation and they were like, guess what just happened on our boat trip? We saw this. And so I'm like, my phone is my Google machine and I'm looking up things all the time. And so I looked it up and it turns out that it is a valuable piece. Like they should have gotten a net and captured that placenta because- To do what with it? Scientists pay like tons of money (gasps) to to do research research on this thing. Yeah, to learn all about it. And they're like, no way, we did not want a placenta on board our Hello. <laughs> but it's still like, how crazy that is crazy. out in the water, see these whales, and then see a placenta pop up. That is crazy. Yeah. My parents just went on an Alaskan cruise. Oh, um, did they like it? They did. I've never done it. I mean, I don't it know. sounds like it's not hot there. What'd you say? It's not hot there. Like if I'm going on no, a they were freezing. Warm. They were freezing. I know. <laughs> But it's beautiful. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And they had like maybe three or four days inland. Like that was part of it. So that mm-hmm. was cool too. Did they live in Texas? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was probably nice. It's so a it was great. Yeah. It was for their 40th anniversary. So that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we start to, like I look out my window and I see green trees all the time. So it's, and it's still so beautiful to me. And I appreciate like Mount Rainier is gorgeous and I love the water. But going on a trip to Alaska maybe wouldn't have the same impact right. as someone from Texas where that we don't see that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so just, you know, I'd rather go where it's like hot and tropical. Yeah. That's what I look at. It's like people that live in Hawaii going to St. John's, like going to the Virgin no, Islands. I mean, we, we live this. Yeah, you already live it. Yeah, uh, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I know. All okay, right. we got to go. I know we got, but this was this so has been fun. so fun. Good job. Give Hillary all my love. Oh, she's the best. Hi, Hillary. <laughs> and your other sister too. Dude, I mean, I love Amy too. Amy and Hillary and Emily are the best Joan <laughs> sisters ever. My my mom. Why did she name us Amy, Emily, Hillary? Like you can't even keep those names. Straight. No, but those were the <laughs> names. You know, those were the names. Amy, Emily, and Hillary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jones, like we were Y'all really are classic American family. <laughs> I know. And then Ryan, like in the Pottery Barn Kids magazines, the towels are always monogrammed Ryan and Emily. Oh, it's just the best. <laughs> so we have some pretty common names in our That's family. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Except for your yep. kid. Well, you have Ethan. We have Ethan, which is pretty common. Uh-huh. And then Brady's our second one. Uh-huh. Brayden actually is his real name. And there's a lot of Braydens. Yes, I have a Caden. So yeah. Yeah, lots of those Caden, Aiden, uh-huh. and Brayden. Graydon, we Brady was eight days old before we gave him a name because we just couldn't come up oh with my anything. Gosh. It was not because we had like Jewish tradition. It was right. like, we couldn't come up with a name. The hospital had to call us saying, "Okay, what's okay, your kid's name? We have to have a name. Yeah. We need to fill in a birth certificate." Yes. And then our third one is Mason, mm. and then our little girl's Audrey. Precious. Yeah. Precious little family. I know. I don't tell the boys' names on the blog, so now Ooh. everyone knows. There's Do you my kid's name. Do that on purpose. Um, I think I just start. I've always said Audrey's name. Uh-huh. So like probably the little delicate flower that should be protected is right. the who's like out there for the world yeah. to gobble up. But um, I think I just started by not using their names. Mm-hmm. And we also didn't use Lex as our last name. on the, Like I didn't say my name was Emily Lex yeah. for a long, long time. Uh-huh. 
Um, I don't know, just to keep a little bit of privacy. Yeah. There's not a lot of Lexes in the world. And yeah, I, I again, I am not a fearful person. I'm not worried about that, but yeah. it's something that Ryan thinks about mm-hmm. a little bit more. So it's just something I've just tried to do to respect him. But it's like a protector. Yeah. You know, yeah. we live in a small town. If someone really wanted to look us up, they could, they could find you. Like, they could find us, yeah. you know. It, which I don't worry. Like, there's nice people who read the blog, but there's probably also some creepers too. There's so. creepers online. It's just, it's a weird place. Yeah, it's a weird place. Oh. Yep. So okay. I Enjoy know. the rest of your day. I will. What am I going to do? Go to Costco's. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so fun. Yes. Oh, and then my fifth grader is in the talent show. Oh. So we've had dress rehearsals for the last three weeks, or rehearsals for the last three. Did you ever watch um, that YouTube video of? synchronized swimming boys doing synchronized swimming. no oh look it up it is hilarious look up fifth grader synchronized swimming okay and you'll see the show so ethan and his group of friends they're doing synchronized swimming and the big show's tomorrow and so they um we've had all these dress rehearsals and i it's don't you feel like the last two weeks of school you have something oh my gosh every day it's like pajama day Uh and then it's field day and then our the field trips for our kids is the, like there's usually more parents thankfully like we have an awesome school where parents want to be involved so you have to put your name in a hat and the, then you might get selected uh-huh. as a chaperone yeah and so I'm you know I like to go on field trips but I definitely don't need to go on them right and so I put my name in the hat and of course I got picked for both of them oh of course <laughs> so yes so next week I'm going up to the baseball field I'm also going to this I other know. park with a third grader so it's like a million things and yep. ice cream parties and then Ethan's graduating. So he's got his things and the talent show. Yes. And I teach art at school. So our big show is tomorrow night. So it's just like, and you're like me, like ridiculous. I have four kids. You have four, you have three in school. Just wait till you have four in school. And I have two in the oh, same yeah. grade. And so oh, yeah. I always, I get like a hundred emails about something that's happening. And I'm like, I don't know what I class know. this is for. Oh, because awesome. no uh, Normal people don't have true. two kids in that's one grade. True. You know what I mean? That's I'm true. like, I don't know who this is. What's going on here? Which class? Which one? And I also think they should move teacher appreciation to the fall. So our teacher appreciation was the week that we were going in Maui. So I just chalked that up like, I'm out of town. I'm so sorry. I love you. But we still do like a teacher gift at the end of the year, which I don't know. Yes. It'll probably be like like, Starbucks. Adding teacher appreciation in the month of May is enough to put me over the edge. I know. I know. I'm just done. And the teachers, I think, are kind of done. Like I was talking to – the teachers the other day going like are you exhausted they're like yeah we're watching a lot of movies (laughs) and there's a part of me that's like shouldn't they be learning and then i'm like oh no they're fine they're at school like they're done and my first grader he came home with one more packet of homework this week i'm like really (sighs) we do not need to do homework right now (laughs) i'm done done he might not turn it in this week and And that's okay Whatever. Whatever. He knows how to read, so he's good. He's good. He's good. <laughs> He'll probably lose it all over the summer. There you go. There you go. Oh. All right. Well, okay. So fun to talk to you. So fun. The best. And I say that I'm going to have you on soon, but this is actually going to be two shows. So it's like I had you on twice. It's almost like that. We'll have to wait for like three years before I can this come is back. the best. <laughs> I should always do just chat for Because I'm always, I do, like when I talk to my guests, I love it so much. I'm always like, it's been an hour. Sorry, we have to go. I should just go longer. Keep going. That's how you could fill in your next eight weeks. Yes, just cut it up into two. I got two right here, baby. Go. Cut them all to like 10 minute segments and you've got that's even even better. (laughs) No, don't do that. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Emily, thanks for joining me. This is just the best. The best of the best. Okay, and I'm gonna put up online. Well, that giveaway may have been in the first episode. Okay. I'm just learning what I'm doing. We'll see what's gonna happen.
Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Have a I great day. It. We'll see you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Okay. There is episode 43. That is the closure of Emily Lex and I's time together. Two hours, two episodes. There it is. Guys, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. She is such an amazing woman that I really do wish I lived next door to her because we could just chat for hours. But I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I hope that maybe God stirred something in your heart from our conversation about Community Day or finding our identity in God instead of our husbands or our job or um, what our friends think. I just hope that God used our conversation to stir something in you. Um, if you have any book recommendations for us, send them to us. We'd love to hear it because I always talk with you about what books I love. I love to hear what you're reading as well. I also want to say thanks to Noonday for sponsoring this podcast. I'm a huge Noonday fan. I love my ambassador, Krista. And if you're interested in becoming an ambassador, go to NoondayCollection.com and find the button that says join and you can find them as well. If you have a company or you're interested in sponsoring a podcast, send me an email. My email is jamie at aaronivy.com. Kind of weird, I know, but it's my husband's website. I've had it forever. I need a new email, blah, 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 blah. But it's hard to change once you have something forever. Anyhow, that's my email. If you have any questions for me, send me a tweet over at Twitter at Jamie underscore Ivy. Guys, thanks for spending two hours with Emily and I. This is so amazing. I have some great guests coming up for you. I've got Winter Pitts, who is an author of a book for girls. I've got Shannon Martin, who is just a joy um, to talk to. And I have Tasha Morrison, who's one of my friends here in Austin, who had got me in her reconciliation group, and it has been amazing. Jesse Connolly is coming back again. And my friend Sarah Harmeyer, who started Neighbors Table, which you're going to love to hear about. And we also traveled to Uganda together. So I've got great guests coming up for the month of June and July. If you have anyone you think would be an awesome guest on the show, send me a tweet. Let me know. Guys, you're amazing. Thanks for joining me at the happy hour. And I will see you all next week.